0: Whoa! It's two minutes to late
1: night. All right, what's up, mice? That's a cat snack. It's a goddamn cat snack. Welcome to Pod Minutes to Cast Night. It's the Two Minutes to Late Night podcast. We're using drum mics this week because Jeremy. Is gone. Where did Jeremy go, Katie?
2: Uh, it's his bachelor party weekend. What? Is?
1: Glad we were invited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, you know, I'm fine. You don't want to. You what? Li- it's just like, uh, I don't know. What's he doing? Just like a train I, museum. I honestly don't know,
2: but, but they are in Albany, so I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Albany.
3: Talk about sexy. Yeah, <laughs> our state's capital. <laughs>
4: Do you have any idea what they're
1: doing there? No. My guess was train museum. Yeah. Yeah. Like what
4: would Jeremy be doing at a bachelor party? All
2: I know is he got really drunk and started tweeting me about a show on the internet. I'm like, just text me, man. (laughs) Like that's what he does
3: normally though, right? Like what's different? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I don't know.
1: You know, sometimes marriage doesn't change anything.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's true.
1: (laughs) Anyway. You're here with two members of the Two Minutes to Late Night Writers' Room, and some guests.
2: I'm Katie Rose Leon, and um, I don't have a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're also here with Cat Jones, my roommate, and uh, the editorial producer
4: of Kerrang! Hello, what's up? Thanks for having me in my living <laughs> <other> room. <laughs> hey, thanks if for you having gotta me. Be- <laughs> thanks for telling me i didn't know i was introducing myself so i was like oh shit hi uh that's me yeah hello
1: (laughs) i love thanks for having thanks for letting me in the living room. yeah i appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) and then we also have uh we have hard melissa herself we have emily panic here um we
3: you we we i made you let me come (laughs) yes We've been trying to do.
1: People have been like, "Why isn't Hard Melissa on a like podcast?" It's because we've been figuring out, uh, you know, the right album. The right album. And also, the-
2: this is so- the one. She's busy and cool, yeah. and yeah. has other stuff going on. She <laughs> Definitely, other stuff
3: going for on. sure.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Well, before we get into it, we usually we'd like to talk about the, just. Because normally we listen to shit that's awful I kind of I liked this album this week But you know we usually try to talk about Something else that we listened to mm-hmm. That we liked Emily what did you listen to this week
3: Okay so I'm not ashamed to say that I have been listening to a lot of um, Broadway cast recordings uh, Musical yeah. soundtracks Such as the Book of Mormon uh, Which I love which is like I mean so great musically and it's very funny
1: Have you seen the show Book Yeah of I've seen the show are you? I know my because my mom loves listening to cast recordings. But yeah. To shows that she
0: hasn't seen yet. Well, so
3: I've also been listening a lot to the company cast recording, the original cast recording. Um, it's a Stephen Sondheim musical, and I've never yeah. seen it, but I have listened to the soundtrack a lot.
2: <laughs> you should watch so. the Rel Esposito version from the 2000s. That's on Amazon. Is very. Good. Is it the one where Stephen
3: Colbert is in it? No. Okay. Is Stephen yeah i want to well
2: yeah he was yeah he was in
3: um and neil patrick harris played bobby no uh, that was a di- i haven't watched a later, that one um because man,
1: Stephen colbert can do anything
3: yeah he's from what i can tell based on the recording he's perfect for the part that he played <laughs> <laughs> i mean but he's not in the recording i've been listening to i'm just saying that I've i know which character he is and i've heard him on the recording, and then I know Stephen Colbert. So anyway, that's what I've been listening to.
1: That's great. We also had a recording error earlier, and you also told me that you.
3: Oh, um, I told you that I I enter the Hamilton lottery like every day. Yeah. And I also told you that Lin Manuel Miranda follows me on Twitter, and I was like, "It's not. I mean, you know, I enter the lottery because I'm not going to like DM him." But then I was like, "Should I DM him? DM <laughs> yeah. him. Yes. Yes.
1: You can do it. It's been how many years has it been? Um, At this
4: point, it doesn't matter."
3: Well, yeah. I mean, it's still really hard to get tickets to that show. Yes. Uh,
4: yeah. I better mean, yet, when this podcast comes out, tweet <laughs> this at him. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Right. I will. Just, just listen, and uh, let me know what you think.
4: Maybe
1: it'll inspire him to write a new metal musical, and <gasps> that would be sick. I would watch. Would it the be fuck sick,
3: or it, would it be <laughs> um, I, here, what, what bad? I'm, what's
1: in my brain. I love it. It's great. Hmm. you should just
3: just be the new metal musical that you want to see in the world
1: (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna sure as hell try um you also saw uh uh the yiddish version oh yeah i saw fiddler
3: on the roof in yiddish that rules so good that was really good (laughs) so
2: katie
1: and i were talking about how that uh that we the fiddler on the roof Oh, it feels divine.
2: like being forced to go to temple. Yeah, I just yeah. I meant that specifically <laughs> for the Yiddish version because my mother really wanted me to go. She's like, "Me and Norman, we're all gonna go," and I'm like, "I'm, I'm Norman." Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> Norman. Uh, not. Do, you, do I lose like any cool cred? Like, you know, I play this character hard, Melissa, but now I'm talking about listening to musicals. Like, do I lose cred for that? I'm no, kind of no
2: because
1: <laughs> we all listen to musicals. We love musicals. Okay. Here. This is not K-pop. We all have our own here. brand of fucking
3: nerd. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, also musical
1: theater nerd is is like is like a a classy nerd though, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Is it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I That's think like a
1: hallway, but like you know. I'm just
2: saying, like I, you know, I like musicals too. I talked before we fucked up recording that, like you know, <laughs> I'm not embarrassed of a lot of my my musical taste, but I am. I still have like stigma against uh, liking musicals just because I associate it with such an annoying person. And like, this is yeah. no shade on you, Emily. Like, clearly, I don't okay. think this about you. But this, like, I just associate it with these kids. That I went to high school with, they all got like nose jobs for their bar mitzvahs, <gasps> and they're like, "I'm going to make it on Broadway," <laughs> and uh, you know, they would just, uh, you know, they're horse girls, man. Yeah, Fucking, right. I ain't got no time for that nose job. Horse
3: girls. <laughs>
1: I think it's. I think there's that type of musical theater nerd. Like that's that's like in a high school hallway, also. Yeah. But I think like Emily's into musicals now, but kind of it like reminds. It's like in a. In, like, a a mom with some money kind of way, it feels like. like, I feel like, like yeah, Emily think of me has as like... a
3: mom with money and no kids. Yeah, no kids, <laughs> and no kids. Like, here's, That's the kind like, of mom we, I am.
1: I feel like Emily's into it in the way that, like, I feel like Emily might have, like, a Lexus and the Phil Collins Tarzan soundtrack is in it. You know Honestly, what I mean?
2: it's just when I wanna feel away about stuff, sometimes I just need to put the song Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a, a Amen, but, in a storytelling type way.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Kat, what did you listen to this week?
4: Um, I've been listening to the new Lord Dying Record Mysterium Tremendum a whole bunch. And I was listening to it nonstop and then I stopped for a couple weeks and then I saw them this week. And it reignited my love and now I can't stop listening to it again.
3: That's good when you do that with a record, like you listen to it a whole bunch at the top and then you give it a little break and it kind of like settles into, you know, your whatever, your psyche, and then you come back to it and it
4: feels so good. (laughs) Totally. It's like rediscovering different corners of it that you didn't know about before. Um, And seeing them live, like, playing those songs was really cool. Um, I know we mentioned a couple times that we fucked up the recording (laughs) before we (laughs) were talking all about it. Um, They used to be a thrash band, and now they're a prog band, and they just put out this record that's a concept record about death, but it's very hopeful-sounding and beautiful, and the singer is singing clean vocals for the first time ever, and amazingly, he's really good at it, so... Yeah, I sounds so really good. good. I just
3: want to interject that actually, Jordan fucked up the recording. <laughs> the thing is, I, I, a I was trying thing. to share the blame, yeah. but, you
4: know. It was Jordan.
1: The no. thing is, um, yeah, we, we had a really amazing episode. So if this episode, if someone's <laughs> like a little disappointed with the quality, we had a way better one. Yeah, and Jordan quick, ruined it. And I so ruined it. Yeah.
2: Direct his
3: ire at you. Okay,
1: there, you know what? It actually, wasn't me. It was, these dr- it was the drum mics. Right, drum mics all oh, the
2: way. Oh, do Okay, listen. <laughs> You're the only man in the room, so clearly you're the one who messed up the recording. That's yeah, true. and
4: you're with three women who have been listening to Kitty all day. So. All we are riled we up. Are <laughs> okay? pissed off.
2: I, I got in a shouting fight at the ma- strip mall. So let's go.
1: <laughs> a shouting fight. I love that. I like that it was going to be the mall, but then it was the strip. Mall. I need to really <laughs> it's a very different. Challenge. I
2: gotta make. Th- that specifications very important.
1: <laughs> Katie, what did you
3: listen to?
2: Um, I mean, you know my problem. Uh, but <laughs> shouting
3: at people uh, at the strip mall is that your problem?
2: That's one of them. No, also, is that I mostly just listen to old music all the time, but uh I did listen to the new Supertrunk album that just came out and it's fun. Uh like just kind of summery a uh, punk stuff. And then besides that, I've been just listening to (laughs) turnstile oh they're so good yeah i love them well it's like their album it's been a year since their newer album dropped and like this was the time of year i was listening to it so i was just like diving back into that i'm like oh yeah this still fucking rips yeah are you gonna go see them with suicide boys in august i (sighs) I was considering it i really want to go except i uh i'm not like the biggest fan of like giant outdoor concerts Mm like that unless i'm into like Most of the bands there, but there's Mm -hmm. only like two I would want to see. And so it's kind of. I'm debating still. I probably will end up going because I got a lot of FOMO in my blood. (laughs) I felt
1: felt that a little bit today because today uh, Suicidal Tendencies is like playing in New Jersey and Ben's in the band now. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to go see that. And then, but the rest of the lineup is like. Is just like pop punk that is not my. Like, I'm not. I don't really want to hang out with rancid fans or pennywise fans yeah Yeah, it's just
2: like if you're waiting at like one of those big outdoor events to just see one specific van you're kind of uh just trapped in like a you know because it's fun if you're like there to have fun but if you like decidedly don't like the other bands there you're just kind of like in a weird stitch. but i i don't know if that's gonna be that kind of show so i feel like i will probably go i think the fans are gonna be pretty cool yeah and And you can
4: always just like Get
2: drunk That's
0: probably
4: <laughs> What I'll do <laughs> Drink a cold beverage <laughs>
1: Yeah you what? Like it turns out Shows are always so weird Like people just start Skateboarding In the mosh pit It seems That's like why... The worst place to skateboard But I they don't want to do it
2: I love it too Because like The new state of hardcore Is very interesting to me Because it's starting to sound Like new metal a little bit But like the good yeah. elements of it And I'm, I'm here for that and i feel like those boys do it the best version of that yeah, yeah them in like vane yeah well vane is like Ugh. straight out of a computer loading up in 1998
4: <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> it's awesome that's yeah. a very good way of putting that, <laughs>
2: that
4: <is>. that's
3: <laughs> my impression of a computer loading up
2: yeah they're like they're like windows 98 <laughs> also the that new doom the just dropped which is a video game that you can play to to metal yeah match as well i
1: this this week i listened to uh literally yesterday i listened to the dark throne record that came out yesterday oh shit! what'd you think it's great it's uh i it's incredible it's probably it's the most idealized sounding black metal album i've ever heard i'm like oh this is what it's supposed to sound like like it sounds sparse and cold and bizarre but it's not it doesn't sound like shit.
4: <laughs> yeah, which is amazing considering yeah. a lot of the riffs genre. are good.
1: It's uh it's, it's a strong cool. sell. <laughs> strong sell. Guys, it does it doesn't not sound, sound, like, sound like, like shit. shit. <laughs> amazing. <laughs>
4: That's always ah,
1: fucking metal such a pain in the
0: ass.
4: <laughs> on a scale of well, 1 to uh, 10, how much do you want to cuddle Fenris?
1: Um oh, way more like, you know, I want to go on vacation now. Oh yeah. Like it's like a we're going to go just out of state for Skip a little bit. Skip the
4: cuddling phase straight to vacationing together. Yeah. You want... you want, cuddling.
2: Like... <laughs> so are you like a, a, a winter chalet or like a summery, like, deck chair type situation? I think
1: it's summer deck chair.
2: Okay. Wow.
1: This. He's a wintry guy, but I kind of want him in the summer
4: now because of how you much... You want to take it. him out of his element a, a little bit. Show him a whole new world. Yeah. The re- <laughs> 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 ben
1: Reese, come out here. Come see what the sun looks like. It's nice. Um, <laughs> but no, the, the riffs are great. He sounds great. It's a, just a lot of fun. It's weird that there's a black metal album that's fun, but this is it.
4: Cool. I'll totally it's listen great. to it.
1: Yeah. Ooh. You will like it.
3: Finally, like- a black metal album for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's been that before. Like, my favorite band in the world is literally half black metal, half like yacht rock. Which is mm. a thing that exists. Who's that? Uh, Veller Talk. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, they just have like, uh, they they have like a black metal singer, but then it's just like big Led Zeppelin riffs, and then
4: Boston. And he wears a dead owl on his head. Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah, sold. Yeah. It's like right. he literally puts Sign his head up. inside a taxidermy owl that they he, like have... got its wings out. It's insane. Okay. They now have a new uh,
1: singer, though. God damn it. He looks like, uh, but he's apparently great. Uh, The Mutoid boys just did a tour with him, and they were like, it's awesome. They look like, it looks like they pulled Axl Rose out of a lake and threw him on stage, and he just started screaming like a bird and falling in the audience. And I was like, great.
4: Did the old singer take the owl with him when he left the band? God damn it. That's his owl. (laughs) Well, there goes the only thing listen, I know about that band, so Guys, no,
1: I listen, I'm out of the band. Me and Brian, we are leaving.
4: <laughs> is is the owl Brian? Brian, is the owl. Brian Perfect.
1: is the owl. I just think that would be a really fun bird. Name. <laughs> All right, guys, let's let's just get into it. Let's talk about kitty. We're doing kitty. It's just two two new metal titans uh in a row on uh on this podcast i know i think the last at uh, the tool episode is one of the most hated <laughs> episodes of the show we ever did um, listen
2: it's our fault for letting those two alone yeah it's it's true like, we should yeah
1: we gave we gave i the love keys.
2: both drew and jeremy individually but together they're like the wonder twins of fucking uh, hate <laughs> like They're like, they just like, together we become Edgelord Voltron, but like not even a cool one. Just like. uh, (laughs) But not even a cool
3: one. It's
1: like, yeah, they put on the Patara earrings and they turn into just like a a duster that has a pocket knife. Like a salty
3: Megazord. (laughs) I don't get any of these references because I'm a mom that drives a Lexus and listens to (laughs) musicals.
1: We got to have you. Come back on the show, and we should just actually listen to the <laughs> Phil Collins' Tarzan soundtrack.
4: Oh my god. Okay, I haven't yes. heard that
3: one. So. You haven't? No. Oh, not. okay. Wait, the Tarzan Disney movie? Yeah. Oh, I have heard that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that one. Also, the Hercules soundtrack, the Disney Hercules, is so good, written by the same guy that wrote Little Shop of Horrors. Anyway, it does rule.
1: Let's talk about Kitty. <laughs> let's talk about Kitty, everybody. Sorry. So, I have never. Um, uh, th- there were. I had a pretty hard new middle face, but it was just for one band when I was a kid. It was just corn and then I moved on to thrash. So I missed uh, Tool, Deftones, Slipknot, uh, and Kitty all in like their their prime. I heard like Slipknot in high school, I was like, Oh, it's pretty good. It sounds like just like a mad ball orchestra. It's great. Um, and then I heard Deftones in college, I was like, This is this is fine. This is fine. They're they're solid at this, and then I've never heard Tool, and now I won't <laughs> <laughs> because of that episode. Um, I just it's it's out you know when uh, it, it's just like a I I don't want to be a part of the discussion <laughs> about it now. Yeah. After that, um, and now today I've heard Kitty. Do you guys have histories with all of you have histories? Yeah. With yes. Yeah. That's, that's why we're all here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um, so my history, I don't remember exactly how I found Kitty, but uh, I think th- I feel like there was one year where I bought the Britney Spears "Baby One More Time" single, and then like over the course of the next year, I became alternative, and I decided like, or not, <laughs> not that I decided, but I discovered the darkness in my soul, and I was like, well, where oh, do yeah. you go to, you know, fully express this? And that was Hot Topic, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just had it on display, and I was yeah. like, cool, these chicks look cool and so i just started listening to kitty and i got really into it
2: yeah they were advertised very heavily um and because in the year 2000 i was very young and uh uh, i saw a lot of like self-internalized misogyny so it took me Mm. a second to come around on kitty because i'm like they're just like fucking posers probably like fake gamer girls. Oh, whatever. I had a
3: lot of self, in- like internalized
4: misogyny at that age. I was a guys gal. I'm sorry to say. So, yeah, sis. Yeah. At that age. Uh, well,
2: I mean, to be fair, <laughs>
4: during that time, we all had that. Yeah, like, I that was-, was like, if you if you watched any bit of pop culture, it was all written by men who wanted us to have that. And so, right. and if you read old kitty interviews, they totally have it too. Well, They're to like, we're not feminists. We don't like look up to women. We, uh, Oof. we only.
2: But they were also, like, literally... Like, 14, Yeah, like, they were, like, 17. It's not at
4: all their fault.
2: Yeah, and so, yeah, I was, like, also... When I first saw them, because they were being advertised really heavily towards me at the Hot Topic, mm-hmm. where I went to go steal very cool t-shirts, uh, <laughs> uh, at first I was trying really hard not to be into them, but I, like, loved New Metal Up The Ying Yang, and uh, I just, I remember, like, listening to Brackish, like, secretly, oh, being yeah. like, this yeah. fucking rips. Brackish is the, <laughs> is the
3: jam. That's the single from that album, right? It is the single. It's good.
1: Uh, I was surprised that that was the single.
2: Well, because it's the most new Metal-y out of all And it's pretty, like, catchy.
3: I looked up what the lyrics are for that, like, rap part. Um... <laughs> Rapid what parts. they're saying yeah because you know when they're like rata, 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 rata. yeah
1: that's the part that made that uh that surprised me because i was like uh i was coming at i i i understood that this was like i was like okay it's a new metal record and based on the new metal rules that i know are the corn <laughs> rules and it's like uh okay so Twi- it's like their version of like doing kind of like a twist thing yeah. Where he's just like making noises and rapping really fast I'm like that's never the single So I was surprised Accor- that they were using- According to corn. According to Korn These are
3: the rules according to corn.
2: No yeah. but a lot of other bands were doing that Like you know fucking Linkin Park That was their whole M.O. Oh yeah.
4: And Limp Bizkit, yeah. and Rage Against the Machine, yeah, and so many bands. Crazy Town. Oh crazy. I mean, like town. like that was a big crazy big town. thing. Take
2: me to Crazy Town. Uh <laughs>
4: Can I read you the the rap, the Damn. lyrics? <laughs> so what it's she's next saying. Next to Funky Town.
2: Yeah. Thank you for following I'll my I see you. I see you. Mike <laughs> Me and Jordan were at the same show last night, and we're not humans right now. Yeah, we're so fr- we're sorry. we're
1: two raisin people. Huh. Um. Our our friends in Ellen and the Degenerates played their last uh show. They they were a great punk band. R.I.P. R.I.P.
2: R.I.P. Sweet Dave Hill's band
1: played too. Valley Lodge. Oh, they were really good. I had cool. never seen them before. They're
2: so cute.
3: I didn't they know play- he had another band.
1: Yeah, he has the Witch Taint.
3: Witch Taint is the one I know. And it's, it's great. We With love James. Dave Hill here. We love yeah. Dave Hill.
2: Emily, please read these lyrics, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is
3: the rap part from Brackish. And what it sounds like on the record is like, <laughs> and then they're singing. So what they're saying is, <laughs> take so much away from inside you. Makes no sense. You know he can't guide you. He's your fucking shoulder to lean on. Be strong the awesome. rules yeah cool I good like, job does live journal poetry <laughs> yeah i wrote when i was listening to this i was like these sound like lyrics that i would have written when i was 14 except i didn't and so <laughs> and that's the difference Yeah.
1: so how lo- like cat what was your experience with kitty growing up
4: i was trying to figure out who gave me their cd but i still to this day have a burned copy of spit with like sharpie that i wrote on it i love awesome. that <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know if I have it in this apartment because I'm not sure if it came across the country with me, but um, I think my friend that lived down the street from me when I was 12 because I was 12 in 2000. So I was definitely pretty young when I first heard this record. Um, But this friend and I like she was my only other like hot topic wearing weirdo friend. (laughs) And I think she had a spiked collar and stuff like the perfect friend to introduce me to Kitty. Kitty. Um, and I was super into System of a Down and Corn yeah. and Slipknot and um, all the new metal bands. And so when I heard it, I was like, oh, shit. Not only are they a new metal band, but they're also women, and I didn't know women did that.
2: <laughs> yeah, actually, I you saying that just brought up a really funny memory in which. So I loved System of a Down, and my mother hated it because they sounded so angry.
4: Yeah, and she thought <laughs> my that, mom weirdly loves them, which is bizarre.
2: <laughs> and she thought that they were saying like shitty things about women because I think because of the tonation, but mostly they're just like genocide sucks, right? Uh, yeah, but so, something to be
3: angry about. So for when, sure. we,
2: when she found out that kitty were women she's like well maybe if i she got like very supportive of kitty in the household <laughs> she's like well yeah. you should be listening to girls your age <laughs> <laughs> there you go. and she like karen got very into like supporting kitty she's just like i don't understand them but i'd rather this so <laughs> that's awesome yeah. i love that
1: i think i got my dad i i got my dad on board with corn because i was like look dad this is this is all like uh anti Bullying music Even though it's all Just created by meth mm-hmm. Corn brought to you by meth
3: <laughs> Well which could be A direct result of bullying Yeah um, True <laughs> way, way to be so. fair That's
0: yeah.
4: true I think we should talk more about The internalized misogyny thing Because I think yeah. that's a Like when I was doing research Today for this That's one thing that Really struck me And I I think I mean again we have to look at it with like a nuanced lens because obviously like we can't look at that stuff and judge it based on 2019 values but there are all these interviews where they're like you know, saying things that are important, like don't call us a girl band. We're just a regular band like everybody else. You're not going to call Machine Head a fucking dude band. So, you know, just because we don't have dicks doesn't mean that we're any different. And I love that. But they Machine also Machine Head is a dude band. <laughs> really? Couple I had no dude. idea. <laughs>
1: Um, well, awful, awful looking dudes.
4: Yeah, well, Rob Flynn's pretty good looking, but anyway. Um, I met the Dreads guy. So there's just like a
1: Dreads Megazord.
4: Isn't there always a Dreads guy? I'm really oh, glad every f- band has. I'm to have really have glad a dreads that we were guy. talking about Megazords so much in this episode. I'm sorry. 100%. We're gonna do a Power Rangers <laughs> episode. So, I I don't know. They they talk a lot about how. There just weren't any women in that scene. Like New metal was a scene that was completely devoid of women. Women were doing Lilith Fair stuff. Women were doing like classic rock and uh you know, every other genre like pop and soul and stuff like that. But there was nothing heavy music related involving women in that like new metal variety. Yeah, and so they just straight up heard Marilyn Manson and Corn and stuff like that. and they were like, of course we can do that. Like it didn't even occur to them. Like we can't, because we're women, we don't have like women to look up to. They're just like, well, we play instruments. So we're just going to do that. And I love it. But it's interesting that that didn't carry over into being like, we want to have other women do this too. Well, <laughs> it makes
3: sense to me because I think I was like the same way at that time. Cause I played music and I played ice hockey and it, I feel like most of the girls that I was friends with, uh, when I was like 13 or 14, you know listening to this music it's like you you couldn't embrace your feminine side because the scene was so male dominated totally. that you wanted to just be accepted by them you wanted to be seen as an equal and so for whatever reason uh, as a result of that you were just like no no It's like I'm not a girl I'm just like one of the dudes yeah. I'm just like mm-hmm. whatever a person and so
4: I'm know. not like other girls I'm a cool girl who hangs exactly. out Exactly yeah I was well, the exact same way Exactly yeah
2: uh, me too Clearly except <laughs> with massive failure Every time <laughs> <laughs> like, like just, I just failed that test with flying colors uh, But I think Part of it is like being feminine Was seen as weak and it was supposed to be like a really Brutal scene Um, But also uh, You know Kitty like I said they were like Literally like 16 Like I think one of them literally Was 15 when they recorded this album So they were just in it with us where they're like They just don't even have That perspective yet Um, There's this really amazing You remember like uh, in the 90s and 2000s, they would make those VHS tapes where they were kind of like mini documentaries like get to know the band. They're like part PR moves and stuff like that where clips of music videos, highly produced, but then they would interview everybody. There's one of Kitty and it's floating around YouTube from like right when this album came out and it's like such a perfect like teenage girl nightmare world. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're making really inappropriate jokes about like donkey shows and stuff like that. (laughs) Everyone has a really severe haircut Wow (laughs) Uh, I love it It's so good But the best part is They're on tour With I want to say like Slipknot or something Mm -hmm. And they're like 15 years old, and they're going and harassing the Slipknot guys who are just like, oh hey,
0: we're <laughs> just like
3: I assume just like dads, just like adults that were like, but they're just like we're here doing a job and we're just trying to play. I mean, I don't know if that's in the what like nineties, I assume think they, they were take that off old. The
4: masks and they're just like. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure Slipknot were pretty insane in the 90s. Okay, yeah. Well, and like, and it's just like vision I liked. <laughs> I think they were just. Now I just think about Corey Taylor and his fedora on his Instagram selfies all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I I forget what I was gonna say. Never mind. I, I have <laughs> one.
1: I have one piece to add. Just uh, just based on like Wikipedia stuff. Yeah, they wrote all of these songs when they were fourteen, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they recorded it. Um, the it, like, yeah, someone was fifteen. Uh, the oldest person was eighteen. Yeah, when but, they made this album. But
2: still, like young ass people. That is
1: so young. I, I like listening to the album. I was like, I couldn't play any of these songs when I was fi- when I was like 14 and just starting to learn my instrument. Like the drums in this album the are, drums are so good. Yeah. The drums are insane.
3: And I like the tone. Like I like how it's produced.
1: Yeah. yeah it sounded like pretty good. Um,
3: Fucking Canadians, man.
2: when, <laughs> Kat, just- Kat,
1: when you, you you said that it. You I, I, I it was a couple of minutes ago, so I'm forgetting it a little bit. Okay. You were saying something that was like, uh, this didn't like, Kitty. You're surprised that Kitty didn't inspire other girl metal bands.
4: I'm having trouble putting it into words because, as we all said, we were the exact same way in 2000, and so it makes perfect sense to me that they were just like, well, a fucking course. We can do this same thing. Don't judge us say like don't call us a girl band and therefore don't expect us to act like women too we're on tour with slipknot we're just as tough as them we can hang with the dudes blah 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 but it's i i think that it's really interesting that all three of us have come to that same conclusion to say like oh we really had this internalized misogyny and now we're friends with women and like you know wish that we hadn't had that attitude growing up and stuff i would love to talk to them now and see if they have a similar attitude shift.
2: I think they do. Because yeah. I watch too many Kitty documentaries. <laughs> They're awesome. Because there was a new... Because the whole reason I found that tape on YouTube is because there was a new Kitty documentary that came out like last year about them all the way up to now. And because um, they... The, it was, the band was founded by two sisters and they just like kept making music. And... Um, honestly it's not very good documentary like it's just but
4: (laughs) they didn't have like a humongous budget for it (laughs) or anything it's
2: just like it just i don't know like you know editing blah 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 there's there's a whole thing but um but what I did take away from it is like, I do really think they have, you know, they're grown ass women now and they've been in the industry. And I don't think you can really be an adult woman in the music industry and not like really have, like they seem to For have real. had that reckoning at this point. You I know mean, all I three
4: mean? of us are in various ways, adult women in the music industry. Yeah. And it's like insane what we've learned in the process. <laughs> I also think back to that time
3: and it felt so more, much more isolated, like without the internet maybe or something like you know, now you can find your communities. And I wonder if we had had those resources at the time. Um, I don't know if totally. maybe we would have found like feminism sooner or, or just-, just realized
4: that other women yeah. have all the same thoughts and like, feelings that we do. And we're, they're not a just like community competition. At, at least um, something I mean, like that. It was also yeah.
2: just a different time. I think just culturally, like Kat said before, that was just like the media we are consuming. all Yeah. The time.
4: Everything was written by men Like written by white men That wanted all of us To see each other as competition Because it benefited them Yeah And so every movie Right Like had the cool girl Being like I don't hang out with women So we were like Oh I should Except for my my favorite movie A League of Their Own
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that your favorite movie?
3: It's top Three I've never seen
4: it. Oh what? my fucking god, it's so it's a, good. What? It's been a long time since I've seen that. How
1: have you Look, not
2: seen I don't that, know. Jordan? I, it's a baseball movie. You no, it's much more saying? than that, Jordan. No, probably, but I need to, to be see fair. It. I've watched every baseball movie because I you am. I actually your love dad. baseball.
4: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because of that movie.
1: <laughs> but like. Here are the baseball movies I've seen. Yeah. The Sandlot. Okay, great.
2: <laughs> that's it. That's a good movie, but you know what's a better movie? A uh, League of Their Own. Probably. League of Their
3: <laughs> Own. I want to see it. Bull Durham, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good baseball movie. It yeah. pretty good.
2: Cool. Angels in the Outfield, not so good, <laughs> but it's which, funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, which is the one with
1: is Gina Davis Bull Durham or no? Durham? That's uh, League of Their
3: Own. League of Their Own. So I good. To, yeah, it's so fucking good. But I'm into it. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, you guys were saying like, um, yeah, every review of this album is is,
2: they tear it uh, apart because they were so sexist against these teenage girls. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, it's like um, like somebody gave uh, the album a C plus uh, and said it's proof that corn fans aren't sexist and then another one. <laughs> oh my one, god what another one what is that logic i don't understand what that means we have a really? black
2: president racism's over uh, yeah. we have a kitty <laughs> sexism is yeah. over 100%. in new metal right that's, right. <laughs> that's the logic
1: um kid, uh kitty can throw down heavy headbanging riffs with the best of them and oh yeah Dash, dash. <gasps> they're girls.
4: Oh, oh, my God. Ugh. Fuck
1: this shit.
2: Man. You know, <laughs> <it's>, that's <laughs> not even the worst one I read. I know. Yeah.
1: But even that one's a kind of positive one. Like the only.
2: And get this.
1: <laughs> and get that. They're just saying like, it's pretty good for women. Uh-huh. That seems to be the critical reception Unexpected of
4: Unexpected twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there was also this misogynist thing at the time where it was like. women screaming who wants to hear that Mm. that's like my wife yeah (laughs) yeah, you know so (laughs) so like that record sounds exactly like Limp Bizkit and Corn and all the other bands that were coming out at the time but because it was women screaming men were like oh that's like my mom yelling at me like (laughs) meh. and so they judged it through a different lens even though they were just as talented as everybody else and yeah, it's a real it's a real bummer because it's a fantastic record.
2: Yeah, it's just like so transparent too. I don't know. It's just it just blows my mind to read. Like uh, Emily, you read that crazy quote from a review. Oh Do you yeah, still have oh that on yeah. Oh shit, where is that? Um, if you can't find it, it's cool. It was just like a run on san- sentence. I think it's of, on like,
3: the Wikipedia.
1: i I think it is too um so the comparison i have for this is i never really because i never really listened to kitty so i i i didn't really know the but it definitely felt like a band that uh people were pushing as like it's pretty cool for girls and um i don't i think that that's why like i i never uh I i never gave it a shot is because i i was like okay well if it's only pretty good um i don't I don't need to listen to it just because it was like women but i had the experience of uh i remember there was a metalcore band when i was like really getting into hardcore and stuff called walls of jericho that i was really surprised wasn't bigger ever and i feel like they had the same treatment as kitty where it's like uh, people were like look it's a woman singing hardcore good job uh like this is pretty hard but they just you know they it it wasn't really a they weren't really a supported band they were never the headlining band uh they were just you know they would be on the show but not a bigger part of it it was just kind of like they were acknowledged as like good job for having a a, a, like uh, a lady singer and then just the other hardcore bands would just Blow right past them.
4: Yeah, it's like the same problem we have now with like female fronted doom or something because it puts it into its own category as opposed to just calling it like. Yeah. It's doom metal. It's just like you're going to put that on the same playlist as you're going to put like on s- people, sleep or something. It
2: blows my mind that people still pull that move yeah. with any genre. It's or like-
4: or the fact that they don't get it when you tell them, hey, don't do that. They're like, well, that's what it is. I want to call it what it is. And it's like, yeah, but you're marginalizing it. You're putting it into a different category and you're calling it something else. So then you can like only want to go look up female-fronted playlists because it's a different category. Like, no, it's... Like Kitty was a new metal band. They're not, but also you know, female fronted one.
2: Because of the right. time period, I think. While well, some people are like, even even though it was shitty, being like, oh look at this female fronted band. I think people wouldn't even go that far and just not even consider it or bury it because right. of yeah. that. They would just see a woman and be like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like
4: oh, uh, why wanna, is she here?
2: <laughs> yeah. I just wanna get sweaty with my men. Just in this <laughs> dune hole. <laughs> Only boys in the boy hole, mom.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The boy hole.
3: The fucking. That's where I want to go. And then we were thirteen. We were like, I'm just, you know, I'm just one of the dudes. I belong in the boy hole too, guys.
2: There was a point in time we did (laughs) when I was thirteen where I looked almost exactly like. jay from jay and silent bob like i had long long hair and like a big oversized beanie and like a long sleeve like skateboard shirt under a bowling shirt and i'm like it's i'm here (laughs) just to do i'm
3: here fellow dude. so let's get sweaty in
4: the boy hole now (laughs) nothing to see here i'm totally gonna keep using that after this episode um can't can't hang out guys i gotta go to the boy hole (laughs) it's called saint vitus bar it is is such a fucking boy hole oh
2: man i mean those toilets certainly are <laughs> yeah
4: i'm just kidding that's just that was like the first thing that popped into my head when i was thinking of like sweaty metal space but
2: it's not like i think that they're like we, we love vitas it's our home and yeah. we never shit on our landlord's property
1: i, I <laughs> 100 when you said when you said boy hole i immediately thought of just every diy venue that just had a hardcore show yeah and yeah I was like it's just dudes in big white shirts and Fucking gym shorts
2: doing, <laughs> yeah, they're doing like, the hardcore dance. Yeah, it's like a house show where they're like, welcome to the Turtle Palace. This is where Scott and shitty Rick and Charles and shitty oh Paul I'm live. We, all, uh, we uh, overflowed the toilet and the pipes explode, so now we all poop in this bucket. <laughs> yeah.
3: I spent my whole college career hanging out at a punk house called Fort Fuck Awesome. Yeah. So And it was essentially that, what yeah. you just described. Fort <laughs> Fuck Awesome. FFA. Yeah. R.I.P
1: yeah that's a, but that's exactly that's what a boy is a band comes up what's up we're foot this is my favorite band <laughs> <It's
0: white. laughs> it,
2: it didn't even matter it's actually not a bad yeah, name for yeah, a band yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm like foot <laughs> foot is the best
1: hardcore band and it was you know that it's is a cool band name the, the band looks exactly like the people like who a in the audience at or foot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> would they be a big shorts band Jordan? they were
1: a Uh, no, these are hardcore bands. These are big basketball
2: shorts. Oh, okay. So they're from Buffalo, New York. (laughs) (laughs) These
1: are all, all my references are like from Colorado.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's
1: just like, you know, it was a, it it was a, a guy who wore glasses, but he's still tough
0: yeah (laughs) all right
2: classic colorado
1: to fucking read or drive
2: long island one is like he's kind of skinny but elbow fucking rips by her they don't get along with foot
1: (laughs) (laughs) body parts that was the tour um but yeah i don't i don't know i um i i that from just from my perspective of just knowing kitty like i i literally didn't listen to it because people were just yeah we're, we're like it's okay but you know the, they were like you should listen to it just because like because like they're women and now having heard it i'm like it just sounded exactly like everything yeah and it's honestly way harder than like a limp biscuit
2: i was about to say this album's actually heavier than some of the stuff that was popular at the time yeah uh, and
4: there are some terrible lyrics on there, but they're no worse than any of the other <laughs> bands that were coming out at the time. Yeah, yeah. No, well
1: they were just all of these lyrics are equally as terrible or I mean some of them are equally as terrible as like a as like a Limp Biscuit, but most of them are like in defense of like Olympus. It sounds like a deflect of a Limp Biscuit lyric. You know what I mean?
2: I mean it's just once again it's just like teenage girl like like yeah, I had angsty. a I had a, like a Diaryland account and I'm sure shit i oh, God. read yeah. It was a precursor to, to Live, Live Journal, Journal. Okay, cuz I had Live Journal And it uh it definitely like read like some of these lyrics which is yeah. like don't call me a whore
3: <laughs> Wait, one of the lyrics is believe me when i say you suck. Yeah, that's what i was, what like, I was that's thinking, that's thinking sick. of. That's a <laughs> good <laughs> lyric. And repeated over and
4: over again. No, oh, yeah. no, no, believe me, you suck. <laughs> Maybe she's talking trait? about Limp Bizkit, I don't know.
2: Isn't there a lyric on here where they're like, "You're not really funny."
0: I
4: don't oh know. I'm burn. pretty sure. No per- <laughs> rules.
1: Cut them down, um, because that would be great. That's the that's like the teenage that boys. That's the yeah. knife. Yeah. And you're not, so you're not even funny. funny. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. That's the worst fear. Um, I think, but yeah, the first song on this album, Spit that sounds like a knocked loose song yeah Mm -hmm. Knocked loose is the biggest fucking hardcore band right now like it's like neck it's like turnstile or Knocked loose they're going for it but yeah shit it sounds like a they they spit spit. sorry
3: that's the name of the song
0: yeah (laughs) go on
1: (laughs) yeah spit sounds just like a straight up it's a it's a deathcore song yeah and i was like so it's it was even ahead of its time in its heaviness. I don't know. I would have loved to actually. I. I'm, I. I. I would have loved this, in my like early high school. Yeah.
2: Do you? Are you but. sad that the patriarchy trapped you? And yeah. And, and, yeah. A little. Yeah. I'm always sad. Every
1: time I'm like, like someone's like, are you sad about the patriarchy? I'm like, always. Everything I learned. I'm like, you Fuck. were
2: denied kitty and share when you needed her uh. most. I know.
4: <laughs> He's making up for lost time I though. Know. He has a share shower curtain.
1: You know what we were talking about uh, on the last episode uh about like good like is are there any good uh musician like biopics yeah. or documentaries or whatever Walk
3: the line. Sorry. I really like Walk the Line. Go on. It was, was too you- long. I it liked it.
1: Long, and apparently, Katie
3: said that. It I missed. just
2: I liked Walk the Line. It's just like I feel like there's other parts of Johnny's Cash's life that are really interesting that they just like never even. Yeah, got I'm to.
3: sure there are. I'm j- I just like that movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about it, and like my answer was Share Show. Oh, I love the
2: Share Show. Fucking awesome. But the Share Show is just a a. It's like if a drag production got way too much money. Uh, sounds yeah, incredible. Want, no, I'm not. No, that's not uh, shitting on the share show. I'm just saying that's why we like it. <laughs> that is
1: why we like it. It Yeah, it's uh, it's for drag queens and moms and me and Katie.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, and my. Yeah, yeah. I went with my mom, too. I went with my mom.
1: <laughs> we brought our moms. It was awesome.
3: Is
2: that currently. Uh, yeah, yeah you, you should go. go. It's nuts.
4: Jordan it's also nuts. brought home a share show sippy cup
1: yeah oh that's I'm where mad. they put
4: the alcohol I, was, <laughs> oh my I came home and i just like looked in the sink I and there's a share show to be kept in the sink i was like what you the fuck i was kind of mad
2: i, I did not know if i brought it home sure show merch.
4: <laughs> next yeah.
1: time bring it home. I, I, I bet they have I'm,
4: a web store they've got it yeah
1: i'm excited to put like an iced coffee an apple juice in there whatever yeah <laughs> it can be anything um but yeah it ruled uh that's just that's just a good piece, but um, there's a Bob
2: Mackie fashion show just in the middle of it. Oh right, I love Bob Mackie. <laughs> That's awesome.
3: There's three shares. It's gr- it's. it's fucking not, great. I mean, I'm already sold. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm going. There's a whole
2: <laughs> musical number dedicated to the ten minutes she dated that random dude from Queens. From yeah. Qu- Queens. Yeah, he was Burrow? just like yeah. A he was just like
3: year old bagel.
2: Yeah, he was makeup. just like a bagel. My first thought was she dated someone from
4: Queens at the Stone Age. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: I mean, she might as well. The list of people that Cher has dated is always surprising. Yeah. Like,
2: I could do a whole podcast on why that. If she, you ever why want is it to? surprising she's Cher?
1: Here's what it, the surprising part is. That is she's like better her, than all of them. They're all oh. way better, and her opinions about it are shocking. Like, you know, when, when she was like, when she stated that Tom Cruise is her greatest lover. Greatest lover. <gasps> crazy.
3: There's no way. Got that Scientology D. Yeah, we
0: were talking about it in an older episode.
1: We were like, I just can't imagine like that. Tom Cruise is someone who just like lays incredible.
4: Yeah, he's like the human embodiment of just like a walking tiny dick.
3: Yeah, but I feel like no. It seems like a real (laughs) confidence that he has. Like he's a short guy. He's got to make up for it. But where do you think that confidence comes from? Mm It's tiny, tiny. uh, I was assuming acting. No. It's a ridiculous thing to assume. <laughs> Scientology brainwashes Money. you in a lot of ways. Yeah, but before he had all that stuff, he just had the confidence of a small man with probably a big dick who can fuck Cher and make her talk about it. So Cool, there you go. That's the thing there that's you go. it's just
1: you know, it you you learn something new from Cher every day. Um,
3: uh, (laughs) yeah if you follow her on twitter
1: Twitter, you do (laughs) no it's fine i mean we can get you know we we can get back to it because it's um i don't know yeah again the only thing that i have like uh in context of it is like i'm like i'm listening to this band i'm like this band is good and i'm surprised that they weren't bigger i guess i'm not because
3: you but know. they were commercially successful right like that first mm. album was pretty commercially successful
4: i never heard them on the radio or anything i, I only i only a, listened to them because i had that burn cd
2: there was a book. big corporate push behind them for sure because somebody recognized they were like you know people are gonna want well, this they it's, toured on Ozfest. I yeah read. um but i think what happened was there was a huge push but the backlash against like they i think that album was somewhat successful but then the second one came out and it's just like oh yeah they had powerful
4: people behind them that put them on those tours and then it didn't work and so they pulled them and like they just kind of stopped yeah i certainly didn't hear about them after that first album right
1: yeah that's i mean my i remember hearing mostly about kitty from like girls i thought were really cool uh or, or had like crushes on they were like yeah Kitty, I used to listen to Kitty, and I was right. like, "Oh, okay. Well, I can't. It's it's gone now."
3: Yeah, I mean, I was one of those girls because I moved on to like the Bouncing Souls or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your
1: music trajectory from Kitty? Like, what uh, was before Kitty? So I think then Kitty, before then to... Kitty
3: was like Britney Spears, but I only had that one single. Um, what was that other band who did the song "Pretty Fly for a White Guy"? Oh, the, yeah. offspring. Offspring. the offspring. So, like, I listened to the Offspring. I listened to. <laughs> And then I got into Kitty and then I got like when I went to high school I met my still best friend Alex who was like oh all that shit sucks like listen to the Bouncing Souls and Rancid and Operation Ivy and I got into all that pop punk stuff and then I had a boyfriend who was really into emo and hardcore and then I got into some emo and hardcore like um, American Nightmare and Bane and I went to Hellfest and I went to surf and skate festival (laughs)
1: uh, on this podcast that's crazy I've uh, it's it's, it's one of the most infamous, uh, it's one of the most infamous concert uh, uh, disasters of all time. It was, I was a dancer, but it was also sick. It was fucking ruled, dude. Yeah. Um, so
2: all my friends are dead. Yeah. All my friends are R. dead. R.
1: But I got new friends now. At least I think they're my new friends.
2: R.I.P. Yeah. Shitty Jeff. Yeah.
1: I have new friends uh, that I made telling stories about my old friends.
3: Yeah. so yeah Talk- uh, well so yeah so the that was when I was dating this guy Chris um, and he was really into hardcore and through him I met these guys that were in a band called the banner and they were a pretty big hardcore band in New Jersey and I think they you know were decently big I don't know. Um so they were playing Hellfest and so we went to Hellfest and like we showed up and they had, they were already there and they were like yeah these and I can't remember the name of that fucking crew but they're like a scary hardcore crew and they exist in I guess like Boston and New Jersey. If you look up Bad Luck 13 I feel like you'll find the name. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I not, know it's Bad Luck 13 is the um, name. I forgot the gang. So we got there early and like <laughs> Ian who was our friend in the band who played drums in the band was like dude to me and I was like this little like skinny you know I probably had like those little like rainbow wristbands on from Hot Topic and like was wearing Janko jeans with that were belted with a really you know like a studded belt um I was like a little girl and I was naive and stupid but he was like don't even look at anybody wrong because i swear to god they're beating up girls they're beating up dudes like some dude was moshing and his shirt came off and they saw a swastika and then they beat the shit out of him which like kind of sounds cool but then they were like yeah and then this other girl like looked at one of them wrong and they all got their girlfriends to beat the shit out of her and like they threatened security and then they were able to bring in i heard bats that were wrapped in barbed wire And then so then later, like cut to the end of the like we're on edge for the whole day. And then towards the end, when Bad Luck 13 goes on, it's just all of a sudden it's mayhem. And they're like lighting things on fire. And these dudes rush in and they're moshing with their. Uh, Barbed wire wrapped bats And like everybody's just like running And it was just pandemonium And my boyfriend at the time was like we have to get the fuck out of here And like we all and so we all just ran
2: That's so crazy yeah. That, S- that so is like crazy. wild Like people talk about that like they went to war Like
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean I don't it doesn't feel that like nothing bad actually happened. And I just remember that I like can see it in my mind, like looking and they were playing in the corner and their bleachers and they're fucking knocking the bleachers over and there's smoke. And, and you know, and cause I was kind of like, I had a morbid curiosity about it. I was like, I kind of want to see this shit go down. And my boyfriend was like, no, we have to go. We're in danger. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, kind
1: of want to see the light bulbs in the fire. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> Fine. <laughs> So
1: like Yeah you were You, you really stayed to like the last possible second Yeah Because yeah, you yeah. saw a lot of the shit
3: mm-hmm. Cool That's the only thing Like I Only What I've just told you is what I remember about that day Like I don't remember the other bands that I saw I assume I saw so. the banner I just remember like that aspect And everybody being like Don't look at anybody wrong Just like keep Keep to yourself And just like Don't Yeah Damn Yeah I never see. I,
1: you know, I feel like that's, that's a, that's an experience that, like, that's why, like, um, hardcore people are like, listen, there's a family. We have rules, all this. Like, that's why it feels like the mafia. Because, like, where I came from, if someone was like, these are the hardcore rules, I broke every hardcore rule ever. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to do this. I was, like, I did it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you want? So I think, uh, it, but when you go through, like, an experience like that, when there were just, um, like i was talking to dave hill Mm -hmm. uh the other day and we were talking about like cbgbs and stuff and he was like it was a weird time he like people would plan to have fights just Uh at hardcore shows like there's gonna be a fight tonight and dave was like how do you know that (laughs) because that's how it was yeah yeah so i
2: mean the, i remember that like from a lot of shows on Long Island. i'd be like hey are you going tonight to the thing at tim's house i heard you know this person this person are gonna beat the shit out of each other and you're like <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll be there like that was just like every other show <laughs> you're yeah. Yeah. like yeah we're gonna go see fucking uh i don't even remember any of these goddamn bands names if i'm gonna be honest with you r.i.p uh yeah dead to me <laughs> uh but Probably yeah i'll be one of the bands yeah, uh, you know, I you would just go see people fight, and then you'd watch. Nothing too dangerous happened at those, though. They would usually just, like, you know, punch it out, and then you'd be done.
1: That's the thing. In my scenes, it was literally people would, like, you know, threaten to, like, fight, but they would never really fight. Or if they did, it would be really embarrassing. It would be a really terrible fight. Yeah. Like, nothing interesting. <laughs> it was just, like, you realized... Because I don't unless
2: know. Unless the venue was shitty and then people would like purposely lose their shit to like fuck up the space. <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, there was this infamous one where they like locked the doors on people before they can get their equipment out. So everyone like took a shit in the doorway and like, you know, smashed took a wind. shit in the doorway. Wow. <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs> Imagine the guy well, who has to venue, go last. Like there's already 20 shits here, but it's your turn. Have fun. Listen.
1: Listen, I hate this venue. We're going to play Ding Dong Ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. I don't know. Kat, do you have any, like, have you seen anything bananas uh, like that in your history of show going?
4: Off the top of my head? I mean, I have. I have been on tour and seen some weird shit go down, like, at weird houses we stayed at and stuff. But I can't off the top of my head think of, like... Anything close to, like, what you were talking about. No, I mean, that's <laughs> Shitting nice in doorways, level. barbed wire wrapped bats. I have no. not seen that. I didn't <laughs> grow up in punk or hardcore. I was, like, a band nerd who liked prog music uh, and goth. So, yeah. uh, and Caius. I was... I had weird tastes. Anyway. Um, that shit rules, though. That's and also, good, I'm from California change. where everyone's pretty chill and there's a lot of sunshine and, like, you know, it's, there's not really a lot of reasons to be angry.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not, like... You know, going to a show and then just the equivalent of the Warriors happens right. in a gymnasium. Like we,
4: we had like shitty punk kids <laughs> at my high school that just like smelled bad, and they might beat each other up, but nobody gave a shit because we're just like, yeah, fuck that guy, he sucks. I think yeah. it's
2: because people's socks were wet in the winter.
4: <laughs> it makes you want to fight. It
2: makes people cranky. Yeah. And they it's- hadn't figured out that you can wear thermals under your basketball shorts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can. It doesn't look great. <laughs> It does shorts with if you're a dude and you're wearing like like a thermal and basketball shorts. I don't. It's one of my least favorite looks.
4: I like it when the grunge dudes had like the holes in their pants that showed their long underwear underneath. Yeah, I like that look a lot. That was but great. under basketball shorts, that's just not going to work yeah, for me. If you're
1: wearing like bright blue and one and then you just have a thermal on underneath. Unless you're I'm like an upset.
3: athlete and it's for practical reasons. They right? were not athletes.
1: <laughs> if you need like, like who's the who's the wrestler that does that? Like Kevin Owens. I'm like, I get it. He's rolling around. What the, the fuck? fuck? Was
4: that Thunder.
1: I don't think so. I think someone's doing something stupid in the basement.
2: But is I your think, house gonna I don't,
4: fall down? I think that was from outside. Yeah, that sounded like
1: we felt it though. I think that's that's just what it sounds like when the basement opens. It's like
3: Hellfest all over again, I feel <laughs> triggered. <laughs> oh
4: Are God. you feeling triggered right now? Damn. We Surprise. summoned some
2: hardcore dude named Sully, like the Kool Aid man. He's gonna Damn. bust in here. <laughs> uh, that's a funny I- character idea <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sully the hardcore guy That just busts through Like the <laughs> He'd Kool-Aid be fun. Oh yeah. yeah What's up You guys want some gum <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're gonna have to work on Sully a little yeah, bit Yeah <laughs> I was like what, what would his thing be <laughs> Want some gum Just
1: we What's
2: said? up drugs are bad
3: <laughs> Yeah that would be it I was like he can't offer anything
1: Straight but, like, edge Trains yeah.
2: out Chains out what's up you guys want to
1: eat flaming hot
3: cheetos
1: (laughs) every straight edge kid in my high school it was like that's what they did instead well those are delicious they're great right they're pretty good
3: make your poops spicy sometimes yeah yeah and make you poop a lot in general
2: that's Mm.
1: why i'm like i'm not doing that i i I already poop a lot in general
2: (laughs) this is still not deterring me from wanting spicy cheetos real bad now
4: yeah yeah um but did, this episode sponsored by Spicy Cheetos yeah, Spicy Dude, Cheetos
2: Sponsor of-
4: me Only <laughs> um. if you say it like that
2: Sponsor me Cheetos Don't you want this to be the voice Of your company
1: Katie should be the voice of just 7-Eleven
2: in general 7-Eleven I'm tired
0: <laughs> I'm
2: drunk Can I have one of those <laughs>
3: Give me a Tokido. Ah.
1: What so for, for for Emily uh like kitty didn't lead to any other like deeper metal it just went
3: It to didn't. Punk. No. Yeah. I cycled through genres. It was like kitty and then I was like pop punk and then it was like emo and hardcore and then hip hop and then wherever right. I'm at now like disco, musicals. Right.
1: <laughs> Which feels like that's what like yeah. you know, it feels And uh, indie rock to... was in there
3: too. Yeah. I mean it still is, so anyway. It still is.
4: Yeah.
1: That's where that's where the work is. <laughs> yeah, um, but it seems like I don't If I'm mishearing, if I've misheard this, uh, let me know. It seems like uh, like the metal, the punk, and the hardcore was like someone's like you need to listen to this.
3: Um, it was not so much that someone was like pushing it on me. It was just hmm. like that's what I was around. Right. I I, I, <laughs> I knew. I think that like I was quote alternative. I was just trying to find like what I was into but then I also I mean I cycled through those things but I I really liked them but yeah it was like I was in a band with my best friend Alex and we I think I mean she definitely tried to emulate like Courtney Love a little bit but we all listened to Rancid and like went to see the Bouncing Souls together we saw like Saves the Day, Green Day, um uh, shit! Who was the third band? I forget. Anyway, we we like we're all into that. But then I started dating this guy, and like him and all his friends were into hardcore, so we went to hardcore shows. So then I started getting into hardcore. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Where I, did I'm a poser? Did... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's the that's the proper trajectory. Uh, I think you know. No, know.
2: And there's no proper trajectory. Right. It's just like it just, just happens way. the way it happens. Yeah. Man, that's, well, that's yeah. the way
4: it was For going. Just
1: in, it seemed to go just in. uh and just like what you saw on TV, like it was like new metal. And then it was like a Blink-182 and then more punk. And then it went into a hardcore, you know, I remember the order that you're talking about the way you were into stuff like that's when I saw it pop up. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it was new metal before like a Blink-182, weirdly. Mm. And then, yeah. So I remember I, I'm fam- It feels familiar. Yeah. Cat where, where did it? Uh, kind of t- take you? Did you? Where
4: did Kitty take me? Is yeah, that you're like, I guess,
1: it, it, like, was it? a was it? A catalyst? It wasn't. It, it wasn't really anything? a catalyst
4: or a gateway for me because I was already deep into that stuff. Like, right. it was kind of adjacent for me. Um, I, I have always been a super nerd for all types of rock and roll and metal. But during that time, I saw System of a Down. I saw Godsmack. I saw Disturbed. Um. Like uh, I was super into like Chevelle and stuff like that, so yeah. so Kitty just made sense to me because I was like, oh, this is also one of those bands that I love. Um, and then after that, I don't know. I grew up in NorCal, so I liked you know like Hyphy and um, and I started getting way into the desert rock stuff after I fell head over heels for Caius and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. Kitty just. It reminded me that you can find heavy music in like all different places and that like there's always going to be a deeper place to dig for more stuff and it's not going to be just what you hear on the radio. Maybe, right. maybe that's the lasting impression it gave hmm. me. was like there, there can be more underground stuff because like I said, I never heard it on the radio. Um, it was just like yeah. a friend slipping me the CD like, you got to hear this. Which also makes it so much cooler. Yeah, totally. It was like this little secret thing we had, like, ooh, this Kitty record's so cool. So, yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. That was a- I don't even know what the <laughs> question That's a very disjointed response. but I'm like, I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm, it made sense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you.
1: It's just kind of like, I don't know, it seemed, it, it you know, they seemed to be, uh, I, like, we're talking about them, and it seemed that their intention was, the way that they were pushed, was, like, to be some sort of gateway band. So yeah. I'm, like, wondering if that, like, was well, if that was the effect on anybody, uh, uh, I think
2: unf- just because of the time period and how old the three of us are, like, uh, yeah, I was just like, I was already into that. So that's yeah. how I found out about them. Right. But also, I feel like when they came out was also a victim of timing because yeah. it, that shit was about to roll up the carpets as well once that album came out. Like they hit right at the right time, but then, you know, they were five minutes from being Papa Roached.
0: Aw.
1: Oh. You know? It should have been their Grammy. I also <laughs> saw
4: Papa Roach at a baseball field next to my hometown because they're from Vacaville, which is like half an hour from where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My dad dropped me off at the baseball field to go see Papa Roach for the day. <laughs> I I saw
1: Papa Roach open for Motley Crue one time? Wow.
4: What, what a lineup!
1: I don't remember. I just it, this was like in high school when I was like, uh, try. It was during my like I'm gonna try to like get into Motley Crue, and then I was like, Papa Roach is open. What the fuck is happening?
4: Odd. Ah. They must have just been like in the same management company, and they're like, people Probably. like both of these things. Let's just see what happens. I was just like, where's Great
1: White? What's happening? <laughs> 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 um, But I don't know. Do you think? Do you think like the gateway? positioning of the band like hurt the band maybe like because no everybody here seems to be just like yeah they were just a part of it and they were being pushed as that and it seems that there was a rejection of it i guess i
4: don't really see that they were being pushed as a gateway i think that some people might have discovered them or discovered more things because of them but i think i think they got pushed just as another band and i think that That the
1: baby is just crying because yeah there's a crying baby in in our hallway and it's
4: (laughs) terrible um, I think The powers that be thought they were going to be Some giant band And put a lot of money behind them And um, Because people just were not ready to see women Screaming yeah. it didn't work And so mm. I don't necessarily Know that they were trying to push them As a gateway Um,
2: I think they were trying to tap uh, They saw like angry girls as a market that they hadn't Reached totally
4: but the, yeah. They were trying to tap into like some other thing
3: I just had a vision in my yeah, mind. Yeah, you had an epiphany. No, I mean it wasn't an it's not it wasn't an epiphany. It was just that okay. I remember that I also listened to Biff Naked. Ah! Do you remember Biff
0: Naked? I do. I've yeah. heard yeah. the I've name. To it. So
3: I saw a flash of like her album cover and it's just that again she was like it sounded nothing like kitty and i feel like maybe i just discovered both of them because i went to the cd store in the mall and it was just like alternative and like i looked at the way they looked and i was like they look cool and then i got them anyway i don't know that's sorry for that's awesome (laughs) No, i I follow that because
2: like biff naked's music was completely different but she was advertised as like a tattooed badass lady yeah yeah
3: she looked like a vampire with janko jeans on (laughs) <laughs> sort of
2: which is
4: basically what cool. all of us wanted to yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. oh my god, god. i, I like, never I owned jankos like right but i did now. have dickies yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i can never wear like we've had this talk before because i could never wear like a big legged pant because i have just really stocky legs mm-hmm. so if i wear like anything remotely with like a wide leg i become a lego huh i turn into that yeah i see that yeah <laughs>
3: you see that how i would i be just picture lego? i was like a lego and then i pictured a lego man i was like oh yeah okay <laughs> oh yeah jordan oh, <laughs> you, gotta, the lego. you gotta do tight you gotta slim the legs
1: <laughs> yeah it's either, i gotta turn my legs into baby carrots or it's mm-hmm. blocks yeah and it doesn't work um but i think uh, yeah i always i i remember like just being skinny with Big pants I remember being like a, a look that I wanted and yeah. never could have. Yeah. Like, oh. something. I it had went, it. And- I,
2: I really had it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: nice nine inch nails reference.
2: It's, I have a I have a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> nice oh. disturb reference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this album oh rips, right? <laughs> it just rips. It's a good yeah, album. It's good. I had a lot of fun uh, listening to it because I hadn't given it a listen in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, I still really like this. Yeah, me too. It,
4: I think it had been like 15 years since I heard it. De- Do you yeah. still
2: like it? Um,
3: I I was listening to it today. It's just not where I'm at. Like, It's not where my head is at that I want to <laughs> listen to this. But I, right. you know, I, I like... I went back to a time when I was 13 and I would listen to the album and I would like pretend that I was like in my so-called life or, or whatever the fuck like like where I was like in my own movie of like nobody understands me and it's just like I'm angry or not even that I'm just like it's cool I don't know something like I remember yeah, you have like
2: a montage where you're like a misunderstood badass <laughs> exactly amongst all these plebs and you're yes. like walking yep. down the hallway as yeah. that guitar riff goes and yeah. you're just like these fucking. Totally. Like, I did that on the subway. Don't even understand. <laughs> did that it's on fun the to tap today. into that
3: as an adult, I for think. sure. But then I was like, <laughs> I have to cleanse my palate, and I put on a, a, um, a Broadway soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> the rules, yeah. both are telling a story. Yeah, so, so true.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I I feel that way when I listen to a lot of like new metal stuff. I, I always feel like I really want to get into it, and there's just a, a piece of me that's just, I'm like, I I I feel like the gap. Mm, yeah. Like the Definitely. A, that I'm just like I'm like this is not this is not the angry riff I want anymore. Right. In many ways I'm beyond yes. the angry bounce riff. <laughs> but it's a re- I don't know. Yeah, it's a really good version. I didn't hear anything that was like that made me cringe or was embarrassed and we've had a lot of new metal on this fucking podcast that has made <laughs> Truly me really embarrassed want to throw my entire body into the trash
2: like, terrified <laughs> that someone would see I was listening to that on my phone and I would just have to <laughs> throw the phone out the train door and be like I don't know what that was <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is that shit is
4: real
2: that phone oh, tried my- to attack me <laughs> <laughs> What was someone that? hacked my
4: Spotify it wasn't me
1: I felt that way. I felt so embarrassed. I remember we were listening to that Machine Head record, and I was walking my dog, while I was listening to it. And just every person that uh, walked by me, I would just lower the volume (laughs) because I was like, I don't even. (laughs) I don't want to have this
2: conversation.
1: No, I don't want to know what's going on. I don't want you to know what's going on. It was bad. This is uh yeah. This was perfectly. This is a perfectly fine album.
2: <laughs> Should we do favorite tracks? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You wonder if it, do you or does anybody have is there a place that someone wants to get to on this podcast about this album? We have gone all over the place. We've gone yeah. all like we've over the a lot of the place. places. I was <laughs> just like a lot of this was tangents.
2: That's okay. Do we
1: feel good about this?
2: I feel closer to all y'all.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> <Absolutely>. me too. <laughs>
3: This has been awesome. Feel <laughs> um,
4: my favorite track was definitely "Suck" because, yeah. as we discussed earlier, those lyrics are so good. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Believe me
2: when I tell you,
4: you, you suck. suck.
1: That's the best new metal.
4: Extremely year. relatable. Yeah, I we all feel like how that guy
2: felt when he heard the song finally? Because <laughs> you know, like,
4: I don't, don't believe you. <laughs> Wait, do I suck? <laughs> oh my god,
2: I think I suck. Uh, like she doesn't even know. She, she doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, I, I suck was really good. I actually really like Charlotte too. That's Ooh, the yeah. slow one, right? Yeah, I was surprised. Mm. I'm usually not a slow song type of gal. But. Yeah,
1: I thought I was. I thought when it got to the slow stuff, I was like, oh boy, because like early, like early two thousands, like the soft. The yeah. soft track on a new metal not, album usually not the best. Not good. Yeah, I'm like I, I. The second I heard like some of those just like sort of clean chords, I was like, oh no, it's a Breaking Benjamin moment. Here we go. <laughs>
4: I also saw them. I also met them when I was like 17. Nice. I'm I'm remembering all these things. <laughs> this oh my is hilarious. <laughs>
2: It's really bringing back a lot of stuff. I I feel like you're laying on the couch. You're like, I remember.
4: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I used to think the singer Breaking Benjamin was really hot. It turns out he was just tall. That happens. (laughs) That's happened to me recently. So,
2: (laughs) turns out he was just tall. I I have a different version of that with mustaches sometimes. So I get it. (laughs) With mustache, what? I don't know. Something's wrong with me.
1: (laughs) Like you just like a mustache.
2: I found this out recently about myself. And I don't like it But it's there And I'll think someone's Really interesting And I'm like I think they just have (laughs) They just have
3: a
4: mustache They just have a mustache That's what they're going for Growing the mustache In the first place I know it's working for some people
2: I know I hate it I hate that It turns out I'm very marketable (laughs) (laughs) Hot Cheetos Easily manipulated
1: (laughs) Yeah Um, Yeah The Joey Ryan effect Hot Cheetos
2: and mustaches The Katie story (laughs) Listen (laughs) i'm not proud but <laughs> i'm <laughs> proud of you thank you you're welcome <laughs>
3: now the healing can begin yes um my favorite track i think is brackish it, uh, I, yeah. I, it feels ca- it's like catchy it's good and catchy and it's like you know it's got that fast part and it's the rapping part is like intermingled with the singing part it's good
2: yeah yeah i like yeah. how aggressive it is
3: yeah
1: I liked it, too. That's why I was surprised that it was the single, but I was stoked that it was the single. I was like, this is heavy. This is like um, the chorus of the song is the heavy part of like a system of a down single, which is awesome.
0: I think It's also
4: just like the most pop song structured song on the record, so it makes totally. sense that they pushed yeah. for that one. The other ones may, might be like more our taste in heavy music, but mm-hmm. that's like the most marketable um, like... Structure-wise, lowest, yeah. lowest common denominator for the people type of song,
1: yeah for the people
4: for the people for the people
1: I um I think it's mine is either suck because that lyric rules or <laughs> or spit because it started and I was very surprised. it's
3: a strong opener. I think spit is a strong it is a
1: strong opener i I remember it started and I was just like, Ugh, fucking men. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, one of the songs has a lyric: "Why do I get shit all the time from you men? You are swine. You think dick is the answer, but it's not." I don't Whoa. remember which one, but I I looked it up. Just thought that was a good lyric to share.
1: It's Good. That's a great lyric <laughs> This
2: shit. This shit fucking rules. Yeah,
3: dick is not the answer. Dick it is not. Should the be answer. the takeaway from
2: this. The quote comedian Millie Tamara's. <laughs> <laughs> I do All dick is trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, I want to know what. Uh, we. I want Millie to listen to this. Out. I don't know if she knows what Kitty is, but she would. Pro- uh she, I think she does. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She sung uh like uh pheromone, pheromone uh pheromone or some shit at <laughs> one pheromone? of your um shows. Amazing. Your uh be yourself shows.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. She loves the Hawthorne Heights. mm
0: mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: So maybe. I Talk
4: about know. a band that was pushed by powerful yeah. people that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, they're like oh that God. one. They were like on Fuse commercials out of nowhere because we weren't going to buy it otherwise, and then suddenly they were like headlining festivals and stuff, but there wasn't I mean it was just like point yeah. A to point Z. They're like you like day. this
2: Ohio song? You like this song?
4: <laughs> you like it? You like it? You like it? Buy it. Here's the phone. You like it? You would? You love
1: it when the guy when the when the scream guy comes in and he sounds like Scooby Doo, <laughs> like exactly like Scooby Doo, when it would just it, yeah, like my
2: own. <laughs> it was great!
1: I loved it. Um, all right. Should we do plugs? Can we do plugs? Yeah. Everybody. Oh, all right. I no. Don't,
3: I don't. No. No. I wasn't saying no. I was like, oh, I don't think I have a plug.
2: No. You just. You just. You, you I will do your, plugs.
1: All right,
3: Katie. Start okay. us off with plugs. You
2: can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose, and you can listen to my other podcast, Balling Out Super. It's about anime. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, if I have shows, they'll be posted. I usually post about them on Twitter and on my Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. Hell yeah, cat. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cat Jones
4: with three O's in Jones, or <laughs> and C or K. Oh yeah, C A T J O O O N E S. Uh, or Twitter at Cat Jones Soda. That's it's so weird cute. that like Mike
1: Cat <laughs> Jones Soda rules. It's weird that uh, it seems that Mike Jones was like a West Coast thing
4: yeah, probably. Mike Jones is that yeah, that my, yeah, my Instagram handle is a Mike Jones reference for all of you listening at home. Nice. yeah. <laughs> just just go listen to Flossin and you'll understand. Yeah. anyway,
3: back to you guys. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a pretty big mouth. and uh, <laughs> I do stand-up shows and I'll post about them there and i and I also have an account called at Panic Thrifts. On Instagram, if you want to see pictures of all the stuff I look at in thrift stores... I'm obsessed with it. It's a g- it's pretty good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. So yeah, you could just go. I'll, if I anything exciting happens to me, I'll post about it there. <laughs> 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 so,
1: Cool. All right, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, at Dr. Mayer. You can follow me on Twitter, at Mr. Jordan Olds. You can follow my dog on Instagram, at Great Hambino. Uh, great is in pretty good. Ham, ham is in the food, and bean is Babe in, Ruth reference, bean right?
3: Yeah. Um, baseball, baseball. There you go. So, there we hey. go.
1: And I know that because of the Sandlot. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know that you suck? All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>